Part 1. The Thinking Dimension Experience is not what happens to a man, it's what a man does with what happens to him. Aldous Huxley Be the architect of your own minds. There's no more terrifying way to travel down a mountain than on a skeleton sled. You're sliding down an ice run, lying headfirst on your stomach, reaching speeds of up to 90 miles per hour, your chin just centimetres above the track. You're steering the sled with subtle movements of your head and shoulders, looking for a precise line into the next curve, which sweeps up above you. As you go round the corner, the force of gravity presses down on your body to a peak of 6G. That's comparable to the pressure experienced by Formula One drivers, fighter pilots and astronauts at takeoff. But you're much more exposed. All that lies between you and the ice is a narrow sled and a thin skin of lycra. One tiny mistake and your body smashes into the ice, making it almost impossible to regain control. And even if you don't wipe out or pinball down the track, Athletes can get nosebleeds and have been known to pass out halfway down the mountain. In 2012, I was given the privileged opportunity to work with Great Britain's Winter Olympic skeleton team as their mental coach. I was gripped by the sport from day one, with the psychological dynamics giving me plenty to work with. Introduced to a small bunch of ambitious but relatively inexperienced athletes, little did I realise what they would go on to achieve. Following on from the success of Amy Williams, who landed Britain's first ever gold medal in the sports at the 2010 Games in Vancouver, Lizzie Arnold went on to surpass this by becoming the first ever double Winter Olympic champion with success in Sochi in 2014 and Pyeongchang in 2018. With Lizzie's teammates Dominic Parsons and Laura Dees, each winning a bronze medal in Pyeongchang, this small bunch of overachievers became Britain's most successful team in Winter Olympic history. On the face of it, Great Britain had no right to be so successful in the sport. There isn't a single skeleton track in Britain, and compared with the much bigger Winter Olympic nations, like the United States, Canada, Russia, Germany and France, Britain has never had a culture of winter sports, let alone the knowledge, the resources and the opportunities for the athletes to practice. It's my belief that Britain became the number one skeleton nation in the world, not in spite of these challenges, but because of them. If we had copied the bigger nations, we would only ever have been second-rate versions of them. Instead, we had the opportunity to start with a blank sheet of paper and ask one simple question. What gets us from the top of the mountain to the bottom as quickly as possible? For a team that starts from a position of established success, innovation feels risky and threatening. For a team that starts with a blank sheet of paper, innovation feels progressive, even exhilarating. It was a joy to work with some great sports scientists along the way, all of whom became experts at applying their knowledge to novel situations. It was no different in the psychology department, where we asked the British sliders to experiment and innovate with their mental game. 
If they were going to win medals, they were going to have to think differently from their international rivals. As Great Britain's most successful Winter Olympic athlete of all time, there were many things that contributed towards Lizzie Yarnell's exceptional record. But one of those was undoubtedly the way she processed information and organised her mind. As with most professions, there is enough uncertainty in the world around us without creating our own uncertainty within. Therefore, success in the thinking dimension is all about establishing confidence and consistency in your own mind, to think correctly and to stay focused in otherwise complex and ambiguous situations. To achieve this, we will need to address two key components, mental attitude and mental aptitude. 